0: know that one out of every three chemical cleaning products contain ingredients known to cause human health or environmental issues? Our guest today is a CEO at Green Touches, Echoes of Sustainability. She is a dedicated environmentalist striving to cause disruption in the cleaning and FM industry in the UAE and Middle East region. Crazy Birds, without any further ado, I would like to welcome Adrian Dolan
1: Thanks, Mariska. Thanks for giving me this opportunity to, uh, to vent my frustrations on society. No, no, no. With some positives.
0: You're most welcome. Well, on that note, how did your sustainable journey start? Uh,
1: can I cliche and say I have sustainability in my DNA? <laughs> I notice a lot of people are pinching that one now. From since I was a child uh, growing up in in Ireland, I've got a distinct love of nature and a distinct feeling that, you know, that I had to protect Earth and the planet, the animals and uh, and have a great respect uh, for everything. Something I suppose that not everybody gets an opportunity to do, but which sort of compounded it later in life was an opportunity to fly over Kenya in a hot air balloon. I was terrified to do at first, (laughs) but I was just, you know, absolutely astounded by when I looked down and, you know, just pushed into me again, more about the beauty of this earth and what we're doing to destroy it. So
0: exactly. um, Yeah.
1: So I'm on a a huge journey always because it's just inside me.
0: So when we look at our cleaning aisles in the normal grocery store, you are most likely to going to find some hazardous chemicals, you know, versus like better organic options that's better for your health as well as the environment. And also when we kind of look at how many poison exposures actually happen, like 90% of that happens when we are at home. What are some of the materials that you guys use in your service to be more sustainable? Yeah, well, that's uh, walking down those aisles. I
1: have to be facetious and say I don't do it. (laughs) I I just don't do it because for I can't far back as I can remember, I don't buy these products at all. And when I go to look, you know, just to to see what's on the market, it's already, you know, very disappointing to to see the lack of uh, of products, despite the fact that people really want uh, to go the right way. You know, you just click on a button now on the Internet and find out all the information about what these products contain. I mean, why would you buy something that has a big X on it anyway? Yeah. Right. Why? um, often talk to women who are breastfeeding their child and, you know, doing everything to give that child a good, strong immunity and everything. And then pops the child down onto a floor with Clorox cleaned or, you know, over death hauling. These products are they're carcinogenic and it's known now. You know, they're known carcinogenics, they're known endocrine disruptors, they're known hormone disruptors. So, you know, why would we buy them? Power of big marketing from these companies. So within our own company, and so we offer them these sustainable cleaning services. So we pay attention to, obviously, we use no chemicals, water usage, help people recycling. So we have like the fluid pole, uh, telescopic pole. So it moves also with the body of the staff. So they're not like bending over so it protects them wow Um, obviously because they're not using any chemicals it also protects their health and we put 500 milliliters of uh, aqueous ozone of this o3 product that we use or water can go into it and we can clean around 3200 square foot with 500 ml of water which would probably normally be like 45 50 liters with buckets and wow and buckets people use one mop one bucket yeah. So the moment you make the you know clean the dirt and you put it back into the water, the water is contaminated. So in actual fact, you're not even cleaning effectively. You just spraying, right. You just spreading it the dirt. From, yeah. So it doesn't. You know. I think we overclean. I definitely think that there's overcleaning. But this is just you know created by companies who want to sell you more, sell you more. I, I think we need to narrow down as well. Yeah. And what we're using.
0: I definitely agree. And I'm very like into, okay, cool. We need to see how we can reuse our water, whether it is using it to get something else out of it or, you know, whether it is the water. Like I I use my extra bit of coffee water that every time after the coffee machine cleans itself, I save that in a bucket and that gets to go onto my plants, so it's using it again. Also with our dryer, so obviously we try to use it as little as possible, but every time I have water coming out of the condenser, I try and want to want to use that for something else. So I think people need to kind of realise just how much water they use and is there not a better way out there? You know, if you have got a lot of dishes to do, is it not maybe better to pop it in a dishwasher that use less water that obviously and obviously like there's no way that I can wash my dishes at the temperatures that some of these dishwashing machines do so yeah that's awesome to actually find out that you guys use this 500 mils so what other type of services do you guys offer within within the whole cleaning uh, yes. well everything so
1: you know sofa cleaning carpets cleaning anything we don't use any of these foamy agents we um, because you don't need it Exactly. You absolutely don't need it because when you're using anything with product in it, right, it, it automatically leaves a residue on whatever, either your cleaning surface, your couches, your floors, and the dirt is is uh, automatically uh, attracted back to it. <laughs> so it's, in, it's totally ineffective cleaning again. But people don't stop to think about this, yeah. you know. Last year, just when you were talking about the water saving, last year alone in our company in 2018, we managed to save 8 million litres of water with our practice because we measure everything. Because if you, you know, we need the data, you need baseline, you need, you need data to have a look.
0: That's um, phenomenal. To, to
1: measure, yeah. And so thereby around uh, 65 concentrated litres, 65,000 concentrated litres of toxic chemicals entering the waterways. And then with Uh all the plastic then that we saved that would have been used for for Mm. cleaning products, um, about 5,650 kilos.
0: And you guys are one company. One company.
1: And there are 35 registered cleaning companies in the UAE. And they're all carrying out non-sustainable cleaning let's say some of them do try to use green products and stuff but there's not the emphasis because nobody will buy these poles the companies won't buy them because it's too expensive to buy them to equip their people with one unless they're you know very oh top companies, huge yeah. companies.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's something yeah. to think about. And obviously you said the products and stuff that you guys use, you also have another company, I believe, with Clean Core Technologies. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> a, yeah. we or, became
1: distributors in okay. uh, for the whole region. Um, so for a product, it's called aqueous ozone, so liquid ozone. So it's a machine that creates a general purpose cleaner wow. that can be used for everything. So literally it can be used for for surfaces, for floors, for bathrooms, for kitchens, inside your oven, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And it also can be used to um, prolong the life of your food as well, your fruits and vegetables.
0: So can you then
1: adjust the strength? So what it is, is it's Mother Nature's cleaner. It's called uh, tri-oxygen, so it's three atoms. We don't need to do the whole scientific thing. (laughs) But when it rains, Mother Nature provides this lovely smell, right? You know the smell you get before it rains and when it rains? That's ozone.
0: Oh, wow. So
1: that's used to to clean. And you notice usually, normally, it's all, everything becomes really green and clean. Exactly. Usually, without (laughs) the dust and the sand. But that's the ozone. So some smart scientists put it in a machine and it produces then exactly the same. But it for it to be dangerous, it needs to be over fifty parts per million. And this is like one point five parts wow. per million. So it's not a you know, obviously it's it's really, really safe. Yeah. We either have big units that we install in, in place like our school that we have that mm-hmm. the schools that are entirely green cleaned here now. There's two in the UAE, and you can have it in your home, under your sink with a little osmosis tap. Oh, so wow. you can just throw out all uh, other products that you use you don't need one product you know something for toilet something for bathroom something
0: for this something for
1: kitchen something you don't need it
0: so when we if I just want to give our listeners kind of an idea the size of it so in like centimeters or something how big would you say the machine that we can have in our house what would be the size of that it's about 30 30 centimeters by about Ten, I suppose. Wow! So it's a tiny
1: little machine that fits under the uh, the sink, and I so people are probably familiar with like the water filter machines. Yes, it's probably fairly similar size, if not smaller than oh, uh, than wow. that.
0: So, and then with cleaning, obviously, everyone always wants their house to smell beautiful. <laughs> like I don't know, it needs to smell like we live in a rose farm for some people, yeah. and also we like. Use a lot of fragrances, whether it is from the candles to the perfumes to anything, you know, we try to make it smell. Good. But obviously, this is not great, especially no. if it's not a natural, like, fragrance. Yeah. So how does your team actually go about to make it smell yeah. more natural? Well, yeah, the smell is so important. Every,
1: you know, residential, commercial client you'll go, they all talk about the smell. So it's, a, it's, it's difficult to, mm. to try to convince people that a green clean has no smell because you're not using anything uh, dangerous. So your your olfactory nerve, this is just so powerful because it evokes emotions, it evokes everything within you. And, you know, marketing companies know this. So they sell you all your lovely, you know, toxic fragrances. In my opinion, anything that has fragrance or perfume on it, don't take it, put it back on the shelf because they, the FDA do not recognize that you have to put in all the ingredients that is actually in there. It's allowed to go under one label of fragrance. So it is really dangerous. So really, you should not use it. Yeah. So during our services, we diffuse an essential oil. Okay. So that, yeah, either lemongrass or lavender. So when people walk in, uh, they, get, they get that smell then, which, you know, gives the psychological effect that it's clean rather than, you know, what you know a lot of people do is just go pour chlorine bleaches down toilets because then, you know, they'll think, oh, my madame will get this lovely smell and everything's clean. Yeah. No, so it's, it's oh. yeah, it's trying to get people to, uh, to change their minds to change their mindset, to, to step out of the box and to actually start thinking about what you are doing.
0: Yeah. In our house, we've been trying to, like, make our own cleaning products. So I just use, like, water, vinegar, sometimes a bit of vodka and then some es- essence. Yeah. yeah. So I've been doing this now for more than a year. And I have to say, sometimes when I go to specific malls, Mm. I have to literally almost wrap I mean, my so, head shut yeah, that yeah. I just don't get these smells because yeah. it just smells terrible. Yeah, yeah. And they just think, oh, this, it smells lovely, you yeah. know? And it's
1: toxic. It's and absolutely yeah, toxic.
0: Because yeah. I don't think people kind of realize that. They just think, oh, this smells nice or this smells bad. They yeah. don't really realize that this has got some serious health implications absolutely. on my life.
1: Totally. You know, it's a very difficult question as to how do you convince people? Do I need to go through the whole horrors Mm. of, of what you're doing? Why do you use a fragrance? You're masking something. In France, let's say, when, the, you know, in 17th century, I mean, they were masking their absolutely vile smells, you know, and even in Versailles and the palace, you know, the, it was putrid. It was filthy all from the writings that you read. The place was filthy. They had cockroaches living in their wigs, and, but they used perfumes galore to, to make the smell. So you're masking something. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, you, you, you know, you don't need it. And there are loads of options out there. You know, because perfumes are actually dangerous. Yeah. You know, with the use of chemicals, even for your personal care as well. Like I don't, you know, for makeup, eyeshadows, like mascaras, everything, it's all natural for me. I never use any uh, any chemicals. It stinks. You know, if you, you take a normal mascara and you can smell, mm. you can just smell the chemical coming exactly. from it, you know. So I try to, to avoid all of those as well. I'm always saying women, when they walk out of their bathroom, you know, known fact in the morning, you have applied around 128 different chemicals to your body.
0: Wow, that's a lot.
1: Yeah. And out of like 80,000 chemicals used, only about 12,000 of them are actually tested. Wow. So, these that's are just yeah, yeah, it is
0: terrible. And I mean, yeah. I'm I'm one obviously being on this kind of journey for plastic free and yeah. to kind of live a more sustainable life. I'm awful at the moment to kind of use all my products that is not really dangerous for myself to kind of use that. And then yeah. when I need to buy another replacement, not to go chemical. So I've got now a few bottles of like such toxic stuff. Like the one is for the oven cleaner. And I just can't seem to get myself to use it. But I'm like, Oh, what do just I do with it? Like now I'm trying. So get it's like it. literally standing yeah. there as a reminder, yeah. trying to get a place to either take it or, you know, yeah, just dispose of it correctly. It. Because yeah. if
1: you if you had food on your plate, right, and somebody came along to you and said, look, I've got this really toxic thing that I'd like to spray all over your food for you to eat, what
0: would you do? You would say no. Absolutely how no, no way. So yeah. you
1: are spraying that all over your exactly. oven as soon as you turn that oven on. Those fumes are moving and they're going right through your food. So why would you do that to yourself? Same with barbecues, you know, because we clean barbecues without them as well, you know. I was reading recently, actually, about fragrances, probably from uh, about 40 years ago. It was from this thing called the Collectors Weekly. So it actually was was trying to sell fragrances to women. It said do you want to be the bridesmaid all your life? (laughs) In other words, you know, buy our product and you'll become the bride. Oh my goodness,
0: yeah. (laughs) I think advertising has... such a big role in it because you know when you see some of these ads it's about make your house smell clean um, not that make your house clean because it needs to be clean but now it smells clean so when someone walks in it's like oh this house smells clean you know so it's things like that and so what would you kind of say is your advice to people that's starting now you know they are shocked about all of these hundred chemicals that they are exposed to on a daily basis, even yeah. thousands. Yeah. So what is your advice for them to kind of start on this journey?
1: Recognize it and just realize that every little tiny thing you do does make a difference for your family's health as well. I mean, I remember once we, we were with a client and they wouldn't, somebody wouldn't sign along the contract because this uh, oven or this, you know, hob, cooking hob was was filthy and it was we thought it was black but actually there was stainless steel underneath it we got vinegar and bicarbonate of soda and we did a lovely chemical reaction everybody was like wow aren't you guys brilliant and the thing just came up super clean it's simple two simple little ingredients so just think simple yeah think what you're doing think what you're doing you know i think in terms of like think about the the plate what would i put on that plate what would i put on that food that i don't want to put inside me
0: Exactly. So it's uh, it's it's
1: simple.
0: Even with me making my own cleaning materials. Yeah. I'm literally I just said listen, I will no longer put anything on my surfaces that I would not put in my mouth. Absolutely. I course. think once yeah. you start yeah. thinking like that and yeah. also the amount of money that we've saved in the last year, just because now we're not buying all of this like marketed cleaning products that is so harmful. You know, we can see it on our money and we are trying to use as much organic products even. So it's like a little bit more expensive than the mainstream stuff. And still it's costing me so much less than just like having to buy all of these others. It's just
1: believing that we overclean. Especially in your home situation. I mean, generally, one of the most important things is hand washing. That's one of the most important things. Hand washing, don't worry about hand sanitizers. They're all full of poison as well. So just, you know, make sure your hands are washed from children and everything. And it's fine. Good quality, high quality microfiber cloths, because the microfiber in itself has all these little legs that will catch up all the uh, the, the bacteria anyway. So really good quality microfiber cloths and cold water is actually an extremely effective clean. And you'll see it if you take a microfiber cloth, even in a sink, in a bathroom, let's say, where you might feel a soap scum or something. Just do it with the microfiber cloth and you'll see the difference. Okay. And also you don't have to use copious amounts of water mm. because why do people use loads of water when cleaning? In order to get rid of all the chemical down the drain, Wow. So you're buying the chemical, you're applying the chemical, and then you're trying to get rid of it. Yeah. So it's like it's just start to think sensibly. Um, go on the groups like the environmental working group in the US. They have now around seven thousand products. They don't have an angle. They're showing you that these products are not good for you. They don't have an angle. They work on donations. It's not as if somebody's paying them to to do this. Wow. They seriously care. You know what I mean? So, and at the end of the day, if they're wrong, which they're not,
0: (laughs) what does it matter? Exactly. Then at least you've kind of known. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this is for like literally anything like cleaning products that you put in your house on yourself. You know that yeah. people need to kind of realize that yeah. what we are doing—it's
1: yeah. sort of the whole domino effect, right? You're using too much water. You, you know, we've one percent of the water on this planet is water that we can use. What are we doing? We're polluting it. Exactly. You know, with everything that we're using, you don't realize even the—you know—foamy shampoo, the the sodium laurate sulfate. You know, we think, oh, I need to get this big white foamy thing. That's just toxic. So why would you put it on your head? Then therefore it's going down into the water, right? But you don't need all these plastic bottles, because the plastic bottles, what happens to those if you're not recycling them? They end up in landfill, they end up in the water, and we know the plastic problem. Exactly. So you're, you know, you you have a huge responsibility. Yeah. You know, if not to yourself, then to nature, to future
0: generations. Exactly. Coming back to your cleaning company as well, one thing that I really wanted to kind of emphasize as well that you guys do is obviously all of this with the cleaning products that you've got. But one thing that you really believe in is to actually pay people fair wages. Why was that important to you? Well, that's something close to my heart because I run my company like my life. So I'm very
1: ethical with how I live my life. You know, I I assume responsibility for my behavior. I respect people. I don't want to go around screaming and shouting in life. So when I started the company, that's one of our things that we do not allow any of our staff to be screamed and shouted at. How often have you seen somebody, uh, you know, cleaning stats, somebody, the manager, somebody screaming at them? And for what benefit? You you don't, you know, you don't, nobody learns from, from behaving like that. Yeah, they need to be paid properly because so does everybody. You need to to sustain a life. When you talk about sustainability, you're sustaining everybody. You know, we're trying to bring everybody with us. We're also now, because of our beliefs and what we do, we're United Nations Global Compact members. So this is one of the largest networking organizations set up by Kofi Annan in 2000. So it's companies that adhere to the 10 universal principles. So human rights, labor, anti-corruption, the environment. So we run our complete company through these principles. That's our business strategy. That's just who we are. And then I'm also now a board member for the for the United Nations here in the UAE to try and get more companies to, uh, to join us so that we can give back, you know. And, and it's a slower growth maybe because you're not greedy. Yeah. But, you know, the, it's the difference between... Uh, do you ever question why a housemaid is sent to your house for 25 dirham per hour? Do you ever stand back and yeah. think, how much is she actually getting paid salary? Exactly. Because I can tell you something, there's very little profit in 25 dirhams for a company. There's very little, like even when you're talking about the driver, the petrol, the, you know, the maintenance of the car, paying for the girl, her yeah. housing, you know? So you yeah. really need to, to, to think about these things. Exactly. I mean, we always have said health before profit. That's what we've, we've maintained. But it's everything we do. It's like the T-shirts, Where do they come from? They're not from sweatshops. I don't want to know that child labour has worked on them. So we use a company on the sustainable city then where I know the guys, they're made here and people are paid fairly and everything. So... We try to do this right throughout the company.
0: Wow, that's amazing. It's kind of a whole closed loop thing. And that's really important. And we need to have more companies step up and join this movement.
1: We like to consider ourselves as disruptors in the industry and and really want to make those changes. And there are some bigger companies out there in the FM industry here in the UAE doing that and taking care of their people. But they're far and few between. Exactly. Yeah. Just take a step back from your life one day and smell, smell life and, and, and think about, you know, your journey. What am I doing here? What do I want? What You know, it's, it's sort of when you become cognizant of all these type of things, then you start to think, yeah, I don't want to use that chemical. I don't like the smell of that, exactly. actually. And just become aware. And they're all simple changes. And they're changes that will actually save you money in the long run. Take
0: a step and smell the air. <laughs> So what has been one of your most important decisions that you have made around Mama Earth? Recognising her. Definitely being
1: cognizant of the fact that we're, we're not here just to rule Earth. We we need to coexist in harmony. That's really important for me. Animals, nature. You know, we, we, we're just, we're all specks. Bacteria, you know, we're made up of trillions of bacterias. Who's to say we really exist in the forms that we think we do? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, just major respect uh, for Earth and, and, and our universe.
0: And we are going to move into our final five. <laughs> Ooh, scary stuff. So, the first one is what is one social media account that you follow? For a
1: long time, Greenpeace. Only one? I have a million and one. <laughs> <laughs> or should I say yours? I follow oh, you as well. well thank you know that. You. I, follow, um, I follow, you know, say no to plastics, uh, natural laundries, nat- you know, almost everything that has to do with sustainability. I generally don't follow people outside of that because it's too, uh, it's too negative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah.
0: And what is your hope for Mama Earth going forward? Respect.
1: People will respect and just, you know, start to take action. Be brave. Take that step forward, and realise that you know what we're doing to this planet. We know, we know, we know, we know. You know, it's now gone from climate change to climate emergency. Let's make those changes. Exactly.
0: What advice can you give our crazy birds this week to help out, Mama Earth? You matter.
1: Every little thing that you do matters. I would say start with maybe uh, in the supermarket. Bring your own bags. And when you do your vegetables, don't put them into 101 bags. Have a separate bag that you put everything into. Because the more people who make these changes, the supermarkets will just think, oh, they're not using plastics. And, you know, it saves everybody in the long run. So one step at a time, I'd say. And for this week, start with the getting rid of the plastics.
0: Awesome. And what is one sustainability fact that you like to use in a room with people not yet on a sustainable journey? Uh, You matter. And where can people actually find you?
1: <laughs> me personally or my company? No, <laughs> I would say. The Sustainable it's kind City. Of, <laughs> it's kind of the same person. You yeah, are the yeah, company. Yeah, I am my company. No, totally. That's why I don't, it's not a job for me. I could work 24-7 because it's my life. It's my life's work. Sustainable City. I live in a sustainable bubble. I work in my sustainable bubble, so we work there. The website? So we're www.greentouches-uae.com and you'll find us on social media on Green Touches and also my own social media, Adrienne Doolan.
0: Cool. Well, be sure to link all of those up for our crazy birds. So thank you so much for joining us You're today welcome. on the podcast. I've learned a lot and I'm sure our crazy birds have too. So all the best with you guys and, yeah, let's, let's do let's this clean, in a our, clean better. Yeah. yeah. Let's do this in a year's
1: time because I'd like to be able to say that there's been many more changes in, the, in our society here. Oh, I think there will be.
0: will do. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode at MamaEarthTalk.com, follow at Design by Mariska on Instagram or email hello at mamaearthtalk.com and let me know if there's a topic you'd like me to talk about. I love hearing from all you crazy birds. New episodes are uploaded every Monday. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. Mama Earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds.